welcome to the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Together, we will make America great again. Skater. Skater. Hey, 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 hey! What up, bangers? Welcome to the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. Welcome to the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. And uh, I cannot tell you what episode we're on or what we're doing. But that's what's great about the plug. I am Bushy and on the other end of this microphone is my co-host, my brother from another mother, my deliverance, ding, 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 Mountain Man, how you doing? Skater pal, meow meow, by God, brother, tickled to death to be back with a lot of good news that's coming forth here in this very exciting whatever number episode. I'm sorry, we've both been drinking tonight. Bear with us. We're, we'll, we'll do our best to get through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, we, we will figure this shit out. By the time I post this, it'll have the right episode number. <laughs> episode number, title, everything. We may not remember what we said, but I got it either. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Because I, I, I can tell you this, Mountain Man, Bushy has been drinking since about 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And as we're going and recording, well, fucking Monday Night Raw just ended. So we're talking the 11.30 Eastern area. Area. So, I'm hammered. How was your week? What? My week. Long, eventful, and fantastic all at once. Um, Beginning of the week, uh, pretty much, well, fuck, if you technically look at it, yeah. this was my short week this week, so I only had to work a couple of days, which was good there. Very awesome indeed. Uh, let's see, got to go down to our family camping place, uh, where my wife's family has cabins and everything, uh, up here in the mountains, called the Big HC Harper's Creek. Spent the weekend down there with family, drank a little, had fun, DJ run around. Played in the uh, played in the river. Played, tried to play in the fire pit. Tried to jump in the fire pit. You, yes. know, you know, normal normal toddler shit. Absolutely. Uh, had a had a big time there. Uh, let's see. The past few days. Uh, well, actually, today is Monday. We got home yesterday. Uh, spent the evening with Granny Clyde and Granny E. Uh, been running around trying to figure out something that that I'll let you announce. It's going to be awesome and exciting news. Yes. Uh, but uh, 
Yeah, just been run to death, uh, spending time with the family, trying to figure out how to bring family closer, which will be explained. All around a pretty decent week so far. What about you, brother? How was your week? Oh, well, if you, if you go based off my notes and when we were uh, supposed to actually record this episode, fucking horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. Um, Monday, July 16th. And I know we're in August now. At about 5.20 p.m., I walked into the lady's room and I found her guinea pig skittle dead. Just dead, just dropped. And there, there was no reason, you know, just dead. Now, what I can say is this. Guinea pigs, I thought, because they're a South American native, right? like hot weather. That is um, not the case. They're more indigenous to the Andes Mountains, which is more of a cooler environment. So, apparently, said guinea pig dropped dead from the heat. That hurt. That sucked because Lady was gone. That was her two-week visit to her grandmother to hang out with her brother and sister. Right, so right. So I, I, I had to make that fucking phone call. Four days later, her other guinea pig. Now, this son of a bitch decided he was not going to eat or drink anymore. Apparently, guinea pigs are very social creatures, and he was very used to this female, even though she was in another cage. I could not force food down his throat. I could not force water down his throat. Oh, I tried. He spit it out. This little guinea pig died in my lap with me looking at him saying, look, Henry, it's you're good, you're loved, just go, just go. This thing was suffering, and I hated it. I hated it. The way it would twitch, the way it would move, I knew he was hurting. I absolutely hated it. It was a horrible week. Horrible right. week. But, we moved on. We moved on. We had another week. I got to get on the PlayStation Network. I got to play with all my brothers. Yes, I had to uh, change my gamer tag from Warmonger75 to BigBushy underscore 75, which sucks. Who the fuck? Why is there another Big Bushy out there? Good question. I don't know. It could be a female claiming to be Big Bushy. You never know. It would have to be, because I am the only Big Bushy on the face of the fucking planet. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I I, I got to hang out. Now, going back to the guinea pig thing, I did buy my daughter another guinea pig. His name is Reese's, and he's great. And I've got to get her another one, because they are a companion animal. Uh, And I can't remember which country it is. But there's a country that if you buy a guinea pig, you can't have it unless you buy the second guinea pig. Right. So so I've got to get the second one. She's doing good. She's got the second guinea pig. Um, are, are we going to break this, uh, this big news? I'll break it. Fuck it. 
Go for it. So about a week ago, because it, it's been a while, you know, when these guinea pigs died, that was like three, four weeks ago. Right. About a week ago, little lady comes up to me asking me about North Carolina. Uh-huh. And I was like, um, the fuck do you mean? <laughs> she just I want to move. I want to try it. I want to give it a try. I, I want to change. I'm tired of everything that goes on up here. I want to change. Like, oh, 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 okay. Okay. And I immediately started making phone calls because everybody knows I want to get the fuck out of New York. Right. It, it is not a secret. So I called my brother fucking Mountain Man. I called my dad. I'm, I'm calling everybody I can. To try to get some advice and to try to give lady some perspective on where we're going. Right. <clears throat> the best part of this story is a week and a half later, lady still wants to move to North fucking Carolina and the mountain man, I'm going to let you take this one. Because this is amazing, because I wouldn't be able to get down there full force until February or March. But you guys gave us a cool little option, and I want you to tell us about it. Well, actually, this was not my idea, all the credit. And that's why I married a very smart woman to every decent and I'm, I'm going to say this particularly, decent woman out there. Thank you all so much, because there are decent women out there that take care of us codhead, pickerhead men yes. that we are. So, to all you decent women out there, thank you very much. Now, my wife came up with an idea two days ago, somewhere, somewhere around in there. In that, yeah, in that area. Yes, in that area. She's in the bathroom or in the bedroom, drying off from her shower. Everything she she calls me or texts me. I'm in the living room playing with you, actually. Uh, texts me uh, and says video I'm, games. He was playing video games. He wasn't yes. playing with me. No, I, whenever <laughs> I said playing with you in the future, everybody realize video games. Oh no! Uh, in the future, he's gonna be playing with me. No wishes. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, she write, writes me and says, I have an idea. Now, going back a little further, just real quick, whenever Bushy said Nevaeh wanted to, decided she wanted to move, when I got the phone call, I was at work. I, yes. I, I actually was doing a medical call for one of our residents at the uh, golf club where I work, and... It took me about 10 minutes, but when I saw the phone, Bushy said, call me ASAP. And I went, what in the world is going on? And when I called, it wasn't Bushy that answered the phone. It was Lady. Right. Lady, go, and everything Bushy said, Lady told me. My mouth, now you got to understand, me, me, me living in a small town, little area, this child, now, now Lady is one of the smartest young women i believe i have encountered in a long time this entire time me and bushy has tried to talk her into moving 
it's, oh, I don't want to leave my family, which is a smart thing. I get that. You want to be around your family. You yes. want to be around the people you love. Yeah. I get that. But for her to call me or me call her back or call back and her say, I'm ready to move. I don't want to sit here and wonder with the opportunity that you are giving us to be able to come down there if I would regret it later on by not doing it. So I want to know. And my mouth dropped. I'm, I'm sitting at work, full uniform, in the guardhouse. My mouth dropped. Dude, you you and me both. You and me both. <clears throat> so I'm like, okay, lady, here's the thing. I said, are you absolutely positive? I said, because the first thing I don't want you to do, and I said, the reason why I'm going to say this because you're young. I said, I don't want you to hate me, and I don't want you to hate your dad. First words out of her mouth, I would never hate my dad or my uncle. Not for something trying to make my life better, but also if I don't like it when I get older, I can come back. Yes. Now, for any child below 15 years old to be that smart to quote that, and I'm drunk, so I'm trying to think back here, is a pretty smart young woman. So I give lady a lot of credit. Now, fast forwarding uh, to two days ago. My wife, and this is a thing around the house in Bushy, when you when when I explain this and my, anybody in the house says I have an idea and we slap our hand to our forehead and drop our mouse, like, oh my God, really? You have an idea? Please don't. You'll understand why. Me and my mother both got up from the living room, walked in there. Now, DJ was asleep, rounded the corner, looked at my wife, and both of us slapped our hands. And looked nice. at her. Nice. She, she died laughing for about five minutes. She's like, no, seriously. She said, what if, she said, we, Bushy wants a little, a little vacation. So why don't we invite him and Nevaeh down here for Christmas or sometime that Nevaeh's out of school. She'll be able to see what it's like. They'll understand we don't have a winter like they do up here. Let them stay for a couple of weeks. And... They get to hang out with us and see what it's like. Yes. Now, just as soon as, and I'll go ahead and say this for Granny C, just as soon as she heard these words, she ran straight to her room and was on her iPad looking for flights, airplanes, a, a train ride, bus ticket, whole nine yards. Ladies and gentlemen, it is official. Bushy and the Mountain Man, first time ever. Now, now I know we said this before. Myself and Bushy have known each other for going on six years. Yes, or it's, it, it, it's so, been a while since Modern Warfare 2 for all you gamer nerds. Yes, a long time in the PS3 days. Yes. Going on six years, but now, come Christmas of 2018, Bushy and the Mountain Man will be standing in the same home face-to-face. -face. Bushy yes. is coming. To the mountains of North Carolina, back down south. <laughs> yes, yes, he is, and I gotta tell you, Bushy is fucking stoked, stoked, because I have been hinting, pushing, mentioning, however you want to call it, to get the fuck up out of here for several years, and the Mountain Man can back me up on this. I've been wanting to get out of here. And uh, my sister came home 
uh, or not came home, but came up here uh, a week or so ago for a funeral for her boss. Uh, the hider uh, hired her on here at Fort Drum. And we hung out for, geez, I don't know, four or five, six hours and just sat on the porch and laughed and laughed and laughed. And Nevaeh, little lady, had made the comment, let's go to Virginia. And I told her, um, I'm struggling here without work. Virginia is the same fucking way. You know, it, it's a blue state. <laughs> we, we're, we're going to struggle. And it was about a week later, uh, you know, a couple of days before I got a hold of you that she just came to me and she was crying and upset and I just want to change and I don't want to know that I gave it up and let's go for a year. Now, I will tell tell you that when she said that, let's go for a year, I said, um, I'm not going to move my whole operation down south for a year. If I go, we're gone. It's right. that simple. And I, I contacted you, and I, I got a hold of my dad, and I, I I made a decision, and my decision was, let me know what she wants, because my whole purpose is to keep my daughter off the pole. I don't want her to have daddy issues. Right. <laughs> exactly. Because daddy issues... You're sitting there, you're dancing on the pole, and you're getting paid for blowjobs and shit. I that's not what I want out of out of my daughter's life. However, if she's willing to give it a shot, then I'm willing to go. But I'm not going to move the whole operation just to move it back in a year. Right. And you guys presented this opportunity because I told you straight up. Look, everything looks like it's a go. We'll pack it up and we'll go at tax time, which is February, March, and we'll be down there. Right. Now, the cool thing is she's going to be able to see the entire area. Yep. See everything we're getting into. And and I've warned her, Mountain Man, I have warned her. I'm like, look, you thought Black River was small? This place is smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, really, really small. 500 people small. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's it's a beautiful thing, and it's a place I want to go to. Now, you had showed her the river outside your house. You, you had showed her the trees, the mountain, all that shit. Yep. Something has changed in her, and she just wants to fucking do it. And I tell you what, we're going to goddamn do it. It's funny because after we had this conversation, we were walking down to the goddamn store because, you know, Bushy had to get some beer. And she looked at me and said, so we're really going to do this, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been wanting to get the fuck out of here for years and you're on board. We're gone. We're gone. Bushy is invading the South once again. <laughs> He's uh, going to the mountains of North Carolina, which is only an hour, hour and a half from where my family is from. Correct. So, so guess what? We, and by we, I mean me, <laughs> are happy as shit. 
And I'm hoping that when we come down there this Christmas, fucking Christmas in the mountains with the fucking mountain man and Jess and Granny C. Oh, dude, I am so looking forward to it. I'm hoping that Lady loves it every bit as much as I think she's going to love it. Uh And we're going to have ourselves a good time. Exactly. Now, also, ladies and gentlemen, this is not, you know, bushy moving here at first and he's going to have his own place. This is going to be hell in Avery County because Bushy, the mountain man, his family, both families are going to be under one roof. Yes. You all see how we are on this podcast. Avery County, (laughs) North Carolina might blow up before a month is over with Bushy and the mountain man under one roof. Yes, yes. (laughs) They're going to be thinking, why the fuck did you let this Yankee come down into our lands? <laughs> oh, man. But it's such great news. I absolutely can't wait. I am, I am, Now, I'm a Christmas guy, and we all know that. If anyone's followed the podcast, we know it. And Mountain Man, you know it. I'm a Christmas guy. Mm-hmm. But I am, like, wicked. I, I, there we go. I'm going back to what 80s, 90s word. I am wicked looking forward to Christmas this coming year. It's going to be a good time. Well, we're hoping up here this year we get a little little bit of uh, mountain snow for Christmas so Lady can open presents here during, during a nice little snow and everything. And where you're a wicked Christmas party, dude, you and Jessica are going to get along. Jesus Christ, Jessica is the same exact way. And the uh, other best part, in my opinion, I think Lady's going to have a new little best friend, or possibly, as I'm going to say, she'll probably claim him, my son, who's fixing to turn two in December. She'll probably have a new little fan, a little boy toy running around on her heels the whole time here. So, hey, you can't beat it. Absolutely not, and I can tell you this, that uh, she is great with little kids. My downstairs neighbor has way too many to count, <laughs> but but they're all small, and uh, I, I think we're going to have a good time. Um, let's get her to some music. What do you think? That sounds fantastic. Who's going first, my brother? Uh, I'm going to go first, just so I can fuck with you. Commodore's Night Shift.
Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. Yes. <laughs> You're not gonna be able to fuck with that the rest of the night. No, I'm not. <laughs> not, with, not with my music choices. Well, I'm gonna go with a song that is being recently covered, and I got a look of disappointment when I said this one. But I'm gonna go with Five Finger Death Punch, their cover of Blue on Black. Yeah, 
covered by a new band. What the fuck, my man? Hey, I like Kenny Wayne Shepherd. That version's awesome. You now wait, 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 wait. If you really want to get in this conversation, about a month ago, wasn't it a certain somebody that said, "Oh, a lot of these people are busting five figure death punches balls," but I started listening to them and I'm starting to dig them. No, let's fix that comment. I understood they were busting their balls because they were only a cover band. And then I have one album by them. And it was like, holy fuck, they actually play some heavy music. <laughs> they are not only a cover band. They catch so much hell because they're mainstream out of Nevada. But they do quite a few covers, yes, but they do lots, lots, original. most, yes. most, most, most of their shit that I've ever heard is covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently you haven't heard a lot of them then. No, I absolutely have not because I've heard a lot of covers on terrestrial radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrestrial, terrestrial, son of a bitch, you said a word, Mount Main Oh, big terrestrial words! Terrestrial radio <laughs> That's what they do. They burn that shit down into the ground. It sucks. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a true story. By the way, check out the Big Bushy Power Hour every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You like how I did that? <laughs> oh, I knew that was coming, but you're not a terrestrial radio DJ. You bring a party. There's a difference. Yeah, oh, yeah, and I do bring the party. And I actually finally came back this Sunday night, which would be last night. night based on when we're recording and i had an absolute ball i have some new fans which is always amazing you know when somebody shows up it's like holy fuck this is what you do because i work for a station called that metal station and i play pop and i play 80s hip-hop you know and i play hair metal so so it's good when people realize holy shit I enjoy this. I'm going to come back. Because that's where the party is. It's in the fun rock and roll. Exactly. So, this week, we were going to talk about the same thing we are going to talk about two or three weeks ago, but couldn't, you know, get the shit to work because my internet was sucking. But we wanted to talk about, uh, you know, television. Because, yes. you know, the, the plug is like the view. It's just... Not Whoopi Goldberg and Joe, uh, Joy Behar. Um, we wanted to talk about shows that we either were looking forward to or new seasons that were coming up that we were kind of stoked about. And I thought that was really a, 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 a great idea. Right. Because there's shows that are new that I'm excited about. There's shows that are new seasons that I'm excited about. And there's even a show that was canceled that's coming back on another network that I'm excited about. So I think this will be a great uh, topic of conversation. For sure. And why do I have a feeling after everything you just said, we're both rednecks, we're both crazy, we both have the same taste, our damn list are almost going to match. <laughs> well... So, so in no particular order, because uh -huh. I know we're on the same page with this one. Last Man Standing, Tim Allen, 
canceled by ABC. Now they tried to talk shit and say it was it was just a business decision. It was their second most rated show. The problem was it was a conservative leaning show and God knows ABC can't have some conservative leaning shit on their fucking channel. True. So they canceled Last Man Standing with uh, Tim Allen. The and he's fans, been with them for years. For years. Years. Now, now here, here's the fucked up part. Is it gone over the 100 episodes thing, okay? And all the leftists were saying, oh, well, yeah, well, after 100 episodes, it goes into syndication. And they were, you know, just going to want higher paychecks and shit. But none of that shit was actually true. No. Tim Allen didn't want any more money. Nobody wanted more money. They just didn't like the content. So, canceled. Just now, because a statement. Yes. One statement. Now, the Twitter outrage was real. Big time. It was real. It was bigger than the Roseanne thing, because I'm still pissed off Roseanne got fired. Well, she shouldn't have opened her mouth. <laughs> Fuck that, because... Dude, that's a whole other topic of conversation. Well, I'm sorry. I stated that wrong. I'm drunk. She should have reworded it not so vulgar. There you go. There, There's a little bit easier way to put it. Look, um, I'm not a racist person. And had I not known said woman was uh, black, I would have compared her to the fucking woman in the goddamn Planet of the Apes movie with Marky Mark as well. Okay, okay. It was a bullshit call. It was fake outrage. Yeah. It was fake outrage. Because the pedophile that just got fired from Disney for jokes that he made 10 years ago, all these Hollywood celebrities are standing up and defending him. And he was making jokes about pedophilia. Yeah. Raping little kids. But he's okay. Planet of the Apes, not okay. Raping little kids, that's okay. This is the problem I have with all these fucking networks. And this is why I am so happy that the Twitter outrage, because this was strictly a Twitter war. This was a Twitter outrage. It wasn't Facebook. Right. Last Man Standing got canceled. And I will tell you, I was in that Twitter war. You can find me. It was Big Bushy 1975. I was in there. Last Man Standing is coming back this September on Fox. What do you think of that? It was fantastic. I am Pickled Death, one of my favorite absolute TV series. And it let, let now understand, it's not because of his one-way, one-sided views of the show that I like the show. It's Tim freaking Allen, one of the best comedians in the world. It's a show that's brought back bits and pieces of Toll Time. Yes. He's, he's brought Jill back. He's brought the boys back. Hell, he's brought Al back. 
How freaking awesome is Al Borland back and his own son-in-law punches him at a baseball game because he got drunk? Yes. You can't do that comedy. It's fantastic. Anyway. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. For, I, I, I am so glad you're with me. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> I mean, the conservative aspect, yeah, it's a given. He, he's, he's talking what he believes in. But so many people just want to be butthurt. Get over it. Calm down. Everybody gets offended. We move on. It's okay. But, oh. it be, but it being a show, a family show, about taking care of your family, doing what you have to do to support them, help them, and lead them, and give advice to other people in a joking manner, what better of a show could you have? I, you know what? I don't know because I grew up with Archie Bunker. You know, all the family. Uh-huh. And they were a semi-successful family. And it, it attacked every issue of the day. I also right. grew up with the Jeffersons, which was a super successful family. Now, were they millionaires? No. But George Jefferson had made a lot of money and moved up to into a big penthouse-type apartment. People are way too sensitive these days. And the problem is, if you don't agree with their line of thinking, you're automatically wrong. Wrong. Everybody is right on both sides. It's just the fact of getting over your petty BS. Yes, I agree. I agree. Well, I'm glad we got that one out of the way because I knew that was going to be a common denominator for us. For sure. Now, what what's something else you're looking forward to? Well, at the top of my list, not not like number one, but at, out of the six shows I've got, Last Man Standing was on mine, so I will mark that one down exactly number two. This series has been on Netflix for about... Oh, two, three years now. These cast and people on this show were all together before, except for one, except for the father and the mother of the show. They were not in this show all back, <clears throat> that 70s show. But I am actually looking forward to the part five, season two of The Ranch with yes. Ashton Kutcher. I lost train of thought. Uh, uh, Bo Bennett as Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott as Bo Bennett. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Uh, uh, And so on and so forth. Uh, This little family show of people together, a football star trying his hardest to make it as a football player, but couldn't goes back home, meets his high school sweetheart, and at this point, they're getting married. The only thing that I'm worried about with the show is what happened with Dave Masterson, considering the very last of this uh, series, of this last season, Dave Masterson was fired. So, yes. uh, I hate that aspect, because he's one of the reasons the show's been awesome since day one. So, I think we need to start Twitter war about that too. Maybe that might help him on the show. 
<laughs> I, but, I, I, I don't disagree. Um, when I heard he had gotten fired, uh, I, I understand how part one ended. You know, and uh, if you're not on Netflix and haven't seen Chapter 5, Part 1, then fuck you, because, spoiler alert, Rooster gets confronted by, uh, what the hell's her name? Uh, uh, yeah, I can't remember either. I know she was in fucking um, uh, uh, Rules of Engagement. But it yeah. was Rooster's old lady, and he was kind of rekindling that flame, but she was getting back with her ex-husband, who had just gotten out of prison. He shows up in Rooster's cabin with a pistol and says, you can either leave now, or I'll kill your whole family. Correct. Now, this was all written in well before the Dave Masterson firing had come into play. There's room to write him back in if there was a big enough Twitter war, but with the whole Me Too movement, hashtag Me Too, yeah, I got violated 15, 20 years ago because I was too pussy to say anything then. There's room to move him back in. However, having said that, Knowing this season two's coming up, or, or part two of, of, of chapter five is coming up, I understand how they wrote him off in a way that he'll never be back again. I disagree, because I thought it was cool. And did you see who they're bringing in to yes. uh, kind of fill that void? Yes, I saw that a little bit, but that's a guy from Jackass. He... But hardly that big. No, no, and I, I don't know him from Jackass at all. I've seen him in one movie. It was the Chips uh, 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 film reboot. I thought he was hilarious. Er, I don't... No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I got that confused. He, he partnered with Aston Kutcher on Punt with Johnny Knoxville. That's where I got that confused, I'm sorry. And, oh, okay. And he he's running around with the jackass guys and Ashton Kutcher and all that. I I like the guy in, like in Chips and some of those shows, but I'm not sure how good he'll fit. I could be wrong. I'm not saying that. Oh, I, I'm going to hate him being there. I just don't know how well. And I'll let you say who it is. He will actually fit into. Yeah, it, it's going to be tough, and I totally don't remember his name, and I don't Dax. have it written down in my notes. <laughs> Dax, Dax, he's uh, married to what's her name that started uh, Abfli or uh, Abletics, the women's uh, pants. What's her damn name? Forgetting Sarah Marshall, the blonde. That's her name. I can't have videos. I just remember forgetting Sarah Michelle Geller. Thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, what you have heard is we don't remember dudes. We remember hot asses and hot pants. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I can't argue with you. The Ranch, Chapter 5, Part 2. I'm looking forward to it. I, uh, I, I'm curious to see how it goes. I love that guy at Chips. I thought he was fucking funny playing the John Baker role. We will see, and that's literally the only thing I've ever seen him in, is in Chips the Movie playing John Baker. 
So if you know what that is, you know what we're talking about. Here's here's a thing because I don't want to run out of time. Because I have a show this actually already started and is working towards this last three episodes. And I hope I get to mention it. But this is separate from that. This is a show that I don't know the format is coming on. I think it's maybe coming on the DC website. Yes, that's a DC Comics website. Right. I saw the preview for this and I was blown away. It looked so adult because I hate Teen Titans Go. My daughter watches it all the time. I am not going to waste money to go see Teen Titans go to the movies because I don't give a shit. I, 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 it's ridiculous. However, there is a show coming out called Titans. Go to YouTube, look up the trailer. It's, I, I, I have seen everybody but um, Cyborg. And what got me was Robin. Because somebody said something about Ask Batman. And Robin says, fuck Batman. It throws a Robin rang, not a Batarang. And that was wow. all I saw of the trailer. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. They're finally to going to do the Teen Titans the right fucking way. Who are you? Everything led me here. To you. You're the boy from the circus. You got no place to hide. And I'm feeling like a villain, got a hunger inside. Please. Can you help me? can control it. You don't know what I've become. Sometimes, when I feel the darkness, it feels good. My mom says there's no such thing as monsters. I used to think that. I was wrong. Have you not seen that for real? No, I am going to look it up right after this show. I am honestly astonished I did not know about that. That is something you taught me, something that I want to go check. Oh man, it looks so good. It looks it looks dark like Gotham, but even more so. 
because they're not putting it on regular TV. This is something like, you know, the new Star Trek show that you got to go to fucking CBS online. It's something you got to go to the DC webpage to subscribe to to be able to watch this fucking series. But I'm telling you, it looks amazing. It looks absolutely amazing. I am so stoked for it. I'm going to find a way to watch it. I think it's something you should check out. Sweet. I will definitely do so. Okay, my next show. This is a new one coming out. A bunch of basically friends get together and do stuff and crazy shit together. We've already seen Jackass. No, it's not Jackass, though. But here's the thing. It's, It's rednecks, best friends everywhere that just hang out and want to do fun shit with no money. The show is called Too Stupid to Die. I, oh, yeah, that, 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 that's jackass. <laughs> not not 100%, but either way, they're apparently doing stunts, like, movie-wise, but without the trainers and stuff, compared to jackass just sitting on a fire, uh, fire line, a fire hose line, being whipped around 100 miles an hour just to get hurt. These guys are doing it to experience what these stuntmen do. So, oh, I'm, okay. So, well, that's that's definitely different. That's cool. So, I'm kind of looking forward just to see if it's something that's going to amount to anything. It could be something. It could not be. I, I guess it's the redneck in me. People doing crazy shit. Yeah. So that's what I'm kind of looking forward to. I think it's supposed to uh, come out next month. Nice, nice. I, I I hadn't heard of that, but after you flipped it on me and told me what it was actually about it actually sounds interesting because i hate a jackass yes me too i've never been a jackass fan and i'm redneck as hell i've done the shopping i've done the shopping car across the parking lot into a ditch before it was fucking cold so, yes yes <laughs> before, before johnny knoxville filmed it exactly. <laughs> all right kiss bang bang you
decided to do that just to fuck with you and all of our listeners that hate that song. I love it. What song you want to hear about, man? I'm going to have to go with a band that you hate and love at the same time. I'm going to have to go with Hell Yeah, Human. I defy your defiance. It's all lies in alliance. I've been damaged, lived in ruin. Cause I'm broken, flawed, and Television, 
because everybody knows good redneck when they're out not out there blowing shit up and riding wheelers and bikes and shooting guns or sitting on their ass watching TV. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I do a lot more of the latter than the former. There's a show that I, I, I thought I might not be able to bring up, but I have time. Um, I watch these guys compete in a competition with Guy Fieri. Uh, and they won the chance to do a, a, a television show along with one of the guys. So out of the top three, two of them got to go forward and do a show. Okay. Um, they're the Grill Dads. Now, the Grill Dads had an excellent season. I laughed hysterically. Faye and Mark are, are, are two hilarious dudes. Well, they just came back for season two of their show. Um, when we were supposed to go to record, they were actually going to be starting that Friday. It's been a few weeks. Uh, their new show is called Comfort Food Tour with the Grill Dads. And uh, their last three episodes are going to be coming on on Fridays at 2 p.m. on the Food Network. Now, one of these guys is a big bearded dude, which you know Bushy loves. But they love big, extravagant comfort food. Give me burgers, give me steak fries, you know, shit like that. And they're hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Comfort Food Tour, it was coming on at uh, 8 o'clock on Saturday nights. It's moving to 2 o'clock on Friday afternoons. Check it out. Food Network, Guy Fieri from uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, and uh, Guy's Grocery Games fame discovered these guys. You should really, really check those dudes out. They're hilarious. Good fun. Sure will. Will do. <clears throat> How much time do we have? Shit. Oh, uh, we got time. Go ahead. What okay. Fantastic. This show came on Netflix uh, probably about three years ago. Uh, is about a guy who was convicted of murder, went to prison, got out, and ended up having to get shoved right back in. They are coming out with season two uh, his uh, original series on Netflix, but it's been a really long time since they've come out with it. Season two of Making a Murderer. Nice. That little tidbit of the guy uh, that suppose, and I mean, is a big uproar on TV and stuff. That, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. The whole nine yards of him killing that woman, and then it proved he didn't, but because the sheriff's office screwed up, it's, it's said that they're the ones that's doing it and got him put back in prison. It's, it's a huge, huge story. If you haven't watched the first season... And watch that all the way through. Be sure and watch it first before you go into the next one. Because there's facts. There's stuff out there. There's people, private investigators. There's everybody that's done stuff on it. With proof that the guy's innocent even though he's in prison for no reason. And this guy maybe has an IQ of the mountain man. So, yeah. How he come up with murder like <laughs> Lock him up! Uh, uh, I'll never know because the Meltman definitely ain't that smart either. So definitely give Making a Murder a shot. It is actually a pretty good, a pretty good little little show that they have on there. Nice, nice. I tell you what, 
let's get back into some music. Um, did you go first or did I? You went first twice. Well, because I run this bitch. Go ahead. What you got? Excuse me. <laughs> no. I'm going to have to go with a band. Me and you have never talked about. But for shits and giggles, just so you have to hear the song, I'm going to go with it because nobody would understand it when I was little. And I absolutely love the band R.I.P. Wayne Static. Static X. I'm with Stupid.
Alright, I have to Very admit, stupid. I know nothing about Static X. Um, I'm always sad to see a rock and roller go. So long as it wasn't him juicing himself up with a needle in his veins. Uh, I'm going to close it out with Queen, The Show Must Go On.
All right. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions for television shows uh, without long uh, a conversation? Because I've got some too. Anything that you're kind of stoked about, you want to know what's happening, what's going on, go ahead, Mountain Man. I'm going to have to say the only honorable mention I wrote down is a little series on USA. Season one was about a woman. This season, it's about a little boy uh, uh, murder uh, series, The Sinner. The Sinner. Yep. I'm kind of looking forward to season two with the little boy. Had some plot and twists. The first one was pretty neat to find out the woman was just crazy, but with the little boy killing his parents, kind of interesting to figure that one out. So definitely looking forward to that. That's that's the only honorable mention I've got. And then I've got my number one. Well, go, go give me your number one. Number one? Hell, this is a offset of a series that is no longer on TV. Miss the original character that was on it. Uh, me and you both were fans of this biker show on FX. We both yes. absolutely loved every single season. I was a little meh on season three, but I understand going to go get your son from somebody who kidnapped him. I get that, but a whole entire month uh, or a whole entire series on it, meh, that, that was the only part of the show I didn't love. Jax Taylor's Aftermath from Sons of Anarchy, the Offset show, Mayans MC, coming out next month. Really looking forward to that. I am really curious to see where they're going to go with that uh, with, with that uh, 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 show. Um, are, are we going to in, uh, you know involve the Reapers, you know the MC, the the Sons of Anarchy, or you know what's going to go on with that show? Right. I, I'm actually looking forward to that as well. Uh, I have several, and I'm not going to lie. Um, Walking it. Dead Season 9. I'm a huge Walking Dead fan. Now, I have heard rumored that the guy that plays Rick Grimes is not going to be coming back for Season 10, which to me says everybody except for Maggie is gone from the original group. Um, I'm looking forward to Punisher Season 2. Uh, strictly on Netflix. Punisher Season 1 was brutal. It's everything I remembered about the comic books. It was brilliantly written, brilliantly acted. In fact, the guy that plays the Punisher, I hate him. I hate him. Every movie or TV show I have seen him in, I've hated him. I hated him as Shane in The Walking Dead when he was fucking Rick's wife, when he knew he walked away and thought he was dead without knowing. I hate this guy. As the Punisher, brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, Daredevil Season 3, also on Netflix. This is Daredevil, the way Daredevil was supposed to have been written and the way Daredevil was supposed to have been filmed. And then my biggest recommendation is actually a Jerry Seinfeld show, also on Netflix. God, Netflix should be paying us some fucking money. 
comedians in cars getting coffee. It's hilarious. First of all, Jerry Seinfeld opens the show with which could be a high-performance car. It could be a piece of shit. But the car fits the comedian he's going to be talking to. It's basically a talk show, but it's a talk show unlike any talk show you have ever seen. Right. I love Seinfeld's comedy. I love his guests. Most of the show is filmed, them in the car, just the two of them talking. And then the two of them sitting in a diner or something, having coffee, and then maybe doing some shopping. We're talking 16, 17 minutes an episode. You don't have a lot of time to invest. Comedians in cars getting coffee. Yep. <clears throat> All right, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Mountain Man, I've loved taking it out with you. Anything to promote? Christy here. Since the Big Bushy is back, and by the way, we didn't mention this earlier. Yes, as you hear in the background, it is regular noise. Bushy officially got his internet back. We are recording back to normal. Yes. I'm going to have to promote my brother's radio show, the Big Bushy Power Hour. My oh, thank you. Thank uh, you. I've got to promote the reason why my brother, uh, from another mother over here, as y'all can see with her shows and stuff like that. It's very about what he does. But a number one thing at Bushy is, is a DJ. And I respect about my brother. I will never, ever fault him for that. If you get a chance, go on the internet. Look up thatmetalstate.com. They have sponsors now. They have giveaways. They have ticket sales for all sorts of different stuff. As you have heard, Big Bushy plays everything on his power hour. The reason why he's been there so long, he can get the fuck away with it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that is so either true. Way, very true, very true. But anyway, if y'all get a chance, every Sunday night, 9 o'clock, till midnight normally, unless Bush gets a wild hair up his ass and decides to run a little longer, if you love 80s hair metal, if you love the Bee Gees, if you love the Commodores, if you love stupid-ass pop music, Go join the power every Sunday night, 9 p.m. till midnight, normally running. There you go. You got your friends. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I want to rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You got to fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, the Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. Oh, that is so awesome. That is Eastern Standard Time, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's so funny. I uh, I have a couple of things I want to promote. I want to promote the Rockapod Expo 2 down in Nashville, August 26th. If you get a chance to go down there, all these great rock and you know metal podcasts are going to be down there, including that one, Rock and Metal Podcast. Uh, they have a lot of great you know hard rock and heavy metal uh, musicians and artists. They have. 
uh, producers. They have great vinyl dealers. I was down there last year for the inaugural uh, version of Rock and Pod Expo. It was a great time. You can hang out with the Pod Father. You can hang out with Dr. Fuck. You can hang out uh, with Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro. You can even hang out with John Lamoureux from The Hustle. Get down there. If you're in the Nashville area that weekend, make sure you check it out. Uh, rockandpodexpo.com to get all that information, I believe, because I am out of the loop. But I also want to uh, promote something that will fuck the mountain man up because it's a, uh, um, uh, a, a book that you have to read and turn pages on and it doesn't have pictures. And that book is The Coming of Conan the Sumerian from uh, Ballantine Books. It's all the original adventures of the greatest sword and sorcery hero of all time. Written by Robert E. Howard. First appearing in Weird Tales, which was a magazine, December 1932. With the episode, The Phoenix on the Sword. All the greatest tales of Conan, the barbarian as you know him. If you get a chance to check out the actual Robert E. Howard writings of Conan, I'm telling you, it's some of the greatest things you'll ever, ever read in the fantasy genre. A book. Yeah, yeah, it's a book. It's, it's like words and, you know, imagination and you got to flip pages and shit. Okay, um, the day you sit down, make a recording of it by you reading it out loud, I'll give it a shot. Dude, don't fuck with me. You know I'll do it. <laughs> you do it, I swear to God. Don't record me listening to it. I will send that shit chapter by chapter. <laughs> <laughs> the cool thing is, is uh, Robert E. Howard, when he, when he wrote the Conan Chronicles, he didn't do it in a, uh, uh, any sense of order. The way he described it was he was sitting down with this big barbarian. He was recanting tales. And however they came to him is, has, you know, is how he wrote them. Right. So uh, the Phoenix on the Sword is actually him as a middle-aged barbarian. The, the story that came after that. I think he was a very, very young barbarian. Uh, after that, he was a king. You know, it's it, it, it's very interesting. And if anyone's a fan of the Conan the Barbarian movies, you know, with Schwarzenegger or the Jason Momoa versions, a lot, a lot of the references and lines from all three films are actually in those first writings by the original Robert E. Howard. No, get to the chopper. Oh, sorry, wrong me. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. Mountain Man, I am so glad we're back. How do you feel about being back? Oh, brother, this has been an absolute ball. I know we're being a little little upkeep professional drunks tonight, but trying to, you know, get, get our listeners back, letting them know we're back. We, as far we will be back on a regular schedule now, so we all should be good to go, but I am ecstatic. We'll be able to be our normal goofy selves. Hell, it's been consecutive with it, so 
little rusty, but brother, I am absolutely. I'm I'm so glad to be back. We were actually supposed to have a uh, guest host on tonight, but yes. obviously that guy's a fag and was you know sucking down too much poutine off a male stripper's asshole. So he's not here with us. How do you like that ghost with the most? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, there's a big possibility he will be with us next week. So for all our Canadian, maybe not, he may be the only one listeners, we do have a Canadian coming on the show. So there you go. Yes. And I will make fun of your fucking poutine and your uh, boots and your A's. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has been a great time. I'm so glad to be back with the plug, Mountain Man. Final thoughts. Same as always, brother. And I hope a lot of people take this to heart. Remember, stay sick. Take care of one another. Skitter, pow, meow, meow. The Mountain Man's out. I have missed that so much. Motherfuckers, buy vinyl. We should see you next week. We're out. Hi, this is Mark Olden Taylor from the Freeform Rock Podcast, where we rock and roll all night and party every day. Come check us out on iTunes and Podbean. Thank you very much. Rock and rollers, if you want a podcast that kicks a lot of ass, make sure you check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends audiovisual podcast on YouTube. Every week, yours truly looks at a different classic rock or metal album that had a major impact on my life and also in the history of rock and roll in general. And I'm usually joined by a friend or two, and I cover everything from ACDC and the Eagles to Pink Floyd to Rush to The Who and everything in between. But there is no country music, no Tim McGraw, no Garth fucking Brooks, no rap, no Wu-Tang Clan, no fucking Jay-Z on the show because that shit is frowned upon with this rock and roller. So if you want a kick-ass rock and roll podcast, check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends Audiovisual Podcast. New episodes up every Tuesday exclusively on YouTube. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on The Plug. See you next week.